the drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. We'll continue to talk Illinois and Northwestern. The Illini get it done in their Big Ten opener last night with a bang, 96-66, to a 30-point win over Chris Collins' squad. Marcus Damask led the Illini, 32 points, 6 assists. Some really encouraging efforts around the team last night. 20 points for Justin Harmon, 4 for 5 from 3. Coleman Hawkins got it done defensively, also had yet another double figure outing and scoring 13 points. That's five straight games for Coleman in double figures. That's the That's longest awesome. streak of his career. Quincy Garrier, once again, a double-double, 14 points, 10 boards, playing the best basketball, really probably of, of his collegiate career, if not going back to that all-conference season that he had in the ACC when he was at Syracuse as a sophomore. It just seemed all around. Like Luke Goody comes in, uh, six points, five rebounds. I loved his effort. Diving on the floor, it's like Lucas Johnson-like. Yeah. A little, a little stretch there. The offensive rebounds, the ability to, while he's diving, like throw the ball off of a defender or a Northwestern jersey, then to get that extra possession. And that cr- the crowd loved that. The bench loved that. There's just there's an energy and edge about this team, especially last night. There's also, you know, it's not just lip service right now when they talk about how connected they are. Agree. Again, we'll, we'll see. There'll be moments where, It'll be a night where the shots don't go in. Maybe they lose a game they shouldn't lose, or uh, they they don't they, they come off this high at some point. I would right, imagine it doesn't right. last out the the rest of the the two or three months left in the season. But um, it's easy to be connected when you're winning. But I do think that there's a lot to this squad just fitting together, both in terms of their skill sets, but also their personalities. And it seems like they just get get along a lot, and it's it's fun to watch them play basketball right now. You asked the question, and a lot of listeners responded, basically Sweet 16 is what the – I put them all together kind of without reading all of them, and a lot of them think still contend at least for second in the Big Ten. I still think it's not a very good Big Ten. So, Oh, no doubt. I, I think Illinois got a chance with what they have even now to, to definitely contend uh, at the top of that league – and a Sweet 16 feels right for this team. I guess the way to look at it for me is try to try to imagine this team without Shannon ever on it, right? I mean, and obviously we hope that he's back, and then let's go have some fun right, with this team. But if you came into this season without Shannon on it, I'm trying to feel like I'm trying to think to myself what my projections would have looked like. They wouldn't be beating Northwestern by 30. I can tell you that. And the idea that Gary A has really stepped up, like you just said, I mean, he he was playing well with Shannon. But even when, like, I'm, how do I say this? Okay, he, he was playing well, and then he took a step up even with Shannon. Yep. And now you just feel like he's just out there to dominate. Coleman Hawkins, to me, personality-wise, emotional-wise, is the guy that's really kind of taking that next step now that Terrence isn't there. I feel like Coleman is wanting to be the leader of this team. Does that make sense? And should be, I think, in my mind. He's been here the longest. But I feel like whereas Gary A plays with emotion, don't get me wrong, Damask doesn't, <laughs> which is fine. You know, I, I love everything about the dude. Uh, Luke Goody plays with hustle, obviously, and all these guys doing that. But I feel like Coleman has taken it upon himself not only to step up his game, as you mentioned, with the double digits and five straight, but emotionally, like, Yes. He's always been an emotional guy. We know that. You know, he's one of those that that he questions the officials way too much. I know we all hate it. You know, I don't like to see that stuff every time. 
But if he makes a big play, I mean, he's the first one. He's, you know, last night he was over slapping hands with the crowd, which I thought was great. So I, I just see this team. So if I try to look at this team without Shannon, I guess I'd be surprised that they were this good. Does that make sense? Yeah. 100%. But now that I've seen it, I don't know why this team, even without him, couldn't be a Sweet 16 team. I think this is going to be a hard team to knock out in the NCAA. And I haven't always said that about Illinois teams in the last few years. I mean, I, last year's team I thought would be one of the easiest to knock out. I, I just it was it was the complete opposite of what you're seeing this year. No consistency, togetherness no. wasn't there. Nope, couldn't shoot from the outside. Too many. Everybody wanted their shot. Everybody wanted their. You know, uh, our guy from Baylor wanted his. I can't think of his name for Matthew some Meyer. It's amazing how I've just forgotten him. That's terrible that I have. Meyer wanted his. I don't. It was your like, turn, my turn. Type uh -huh, of basketball. That's right. Epps wanted his, and and Sky wanted his when he was in there. And 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 this season, it's just. Com Sometimes you're like, why didn't you shoot that? But they make an extra pass to a guy that's got a better shot. So I, I just, I, Brad Underwood has got to be loving life right now. I know he's not with the whole Terrence Shannon stuff. Yeah, right. And right. obviously, he would love to still have Terrence back, and he understands probably in his mind this could be one of th – this would be his best chance, I think, with Shannon. Well, I shouldn't say that, though. I don't know that I would say that with that Iowa Kofi team that lost. But regardless, this is a really good chance to make a run in, in March, and to not have Shannon obviously puts a damper on that. But otherwise, like last night watching that game, he has to be just sitting there thinking – I got to get, I got to do something. I got to coach somehow. I got to get mad at him at something like you alluded to in mm -hmm. the first hour. So I'm going to yell at Quincy for something, you know, I mean, it's just and not yell at him, but get on him about something to show it. But he's got to just be loving life. He should be. It's got to be and such an easy team to coach. I, yeah. I would imagine that the veteran presence, the experience that they have is something that is a coach's dream that you feel like you don't have to maybe worry about just kind of the number one, the mistakes that young guys make, the inconsistencies that young guys have. And then they just know how to prepare. They know how to go into a big game. They know how to uh, be able to just go through a, the course of a season and not have to teach them, okay, this is how we go on the road. <laughs> right. this, this is how you pack your bag when you play your road game and whatnot. <laughs> uh, anything like that. I know that I'm, I'm almost like taking that maybe a little bit too far. but Last uh, year they had to do it. Yeah, there was a, some, you a know. lot of new guys and just trying to blend it together. Yep. Now, you had to do some of that this year, but it just seems like it's been far more seamless. And then guys that have come back, like Coleman, like Ty, like Luke, uh, Dane has been in there, obviously, as well. Uh, Terrence. Yep. That's been really good to, to have that established. Where they're, And then there's leaders. Like you said, Coleman is, is part of the leadership. Terrence, when he was in there prior to the suspension, was obviously the alpha that they needed, and he's been ingrained in this program now. It's not a new guy coming in and not really maybe understanding. You know, I'm I'm trying to get my surroundings, I'm trying to figure out what even putting an Illinois jersey mean, putting mm -hmm. on putting it on means to this these people and and whatnot. Uh, and now he he has been able to get that, uh, and and to be able to play the way they have without him says a lot about just kind of the cohesion, the other guys picking up the slack, and I think that. Uh, it's a good point about Coleman being emotional. And again, like it, it falls back on when you win, emotions are good, <laughs> feelings true. are good, all that. I feel like his emotions been far more positive of late. Now, it helps that he's been playing better, mm -hmm. but I do think that his decision-making's improved. He's not taking 
as many ill-advised off-balance shots. He, I haven't seen him whip the ball over his head, no look <laughs> style in a few games. So that, and, and look, I, we've we've come back to it a lot. Coleman probably gets more flack than he deserves. There's no doubt, uh, and it is because of some of the the plays that he makes, some of the gambles he takes, and, and obviously some of the motion that's tied to it. But defensively, we talked about it earlier in the show. He might be as valuable, and this guy was was put on a huge pedestal for a good reason. I, I'm not entirely convinced he's not as valuable as Trent Frazier was as a defender. Oh. Like, it, it, yeah, it's I... just so rare to have a five-man that can literally get switched on to anybody on the court, and you're not that worried about it. I reacted like that because I hadn't thought of it. I hadn't thought Another of Another different like style but... of player. Like, Trent is an on-ball defender. Trent's a guy you could never screen. And he was in your face, and he took a lot of charges and whatnot. And look, he—that's that, a high bar, admittedly. But like, I think Coleman is just a. We'll probably notice it more after he's gone. Yeah. Again, now, well, then yep. I think about it. You're gonna have Merez coming in, so <laughs> uh, maybe not if things play out well for Illinois. You know, like I life with Merez is pretty good as well. But uh, I just think offensively, I understand the frustrations that people have. Sure. Even sure. admittedly, watching like, oh, you. Really, you had to take that shot. Really, you tried to make that pass. But defensively, he just he opens so many things up for them to to play this way. And his track record against the Murray brothers, uh, obviously doing it last night, mm -hmm. switching on to Bowie, there's, there's a lot to be said for Coleman in that sense. And I like that he gets it and goes. You know, this team likes to get up and go. And, and obviously, you've got to do that if you're going to be scoring over 93 straight games. But – I like the idea that Coleman gets it, and he's unselfish, right? He's been unselfish to a fault at times. I don't know that he has been this year, and that's a, that's a bonus for him. That's a positive. I remember last year talking on the radio show about he needs to become less – what am I trying to say? I mean, he needs to be more selfish yes. in the sense that he needs to take more shots. He needs to understand that sometimes that next pass isn't the best thing for – this team, now this season it's working, but I also think that Coleman's hunting shots, which I don't mind. And I was just looking. He had nine shots last night. Uh, it's a good – I mean, he was five and nine, two of five from three. So I would like to see that in double digits each game. There's no doubt about that. But I, I, I think that he's looking for shots. He hit that first shot where he had to step back next to Chris Collins and hit the three. And then the next time down, I thought he was going to pull the trigger – from way deep and I was like no no and he didn't and to his credit he didn't and that would have been a little bit of a selfish that would have been one of those no don't do that and then if it goes in great but I I think Coleman is taking the shot and and is more assertive with his offensive game now you when if, if an NBA scout came and told me to be more assertive I guarantee you I would be but I yeah. still feel like for Coleman it's just not natural for him it's natural for him to get everybody else involved. And I think he takes heat for that, sometimes warranted, but I think he takes heat for that when in, at times you should be praising him about how he's always trying to get everybody else involved in the game. I just, all around, he plays an unbelievable game. Yes. And, and I, think, I think it'll spotlight more now without Terrence Shannon there. Now, hopefully that won't last that long. Who knows, right? Who knows what's going to happen with that? But I'd be fine, in other words, with Terrence coming back for the next game and Coleman settling back into that role he was playing, which was really good. But I, I feel like now that the spotlight's more on him, and I think we'll start to understand a little bit more about Coleman, yet there's still going to be that game that's going to be frustrating.
Of course. And 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 he's got the tendency to get into foul trouble, which could hurt you in a game against Zach Eady or or a Wisconsin big, et cetera. But like you said, he's able to I mean, like, it's hard to go against Zach Eady, but like you're better off if you've got another big from the other team that likes to take you outside because then you're comfortable knowing Coleman's going to go out right there with him. Edie, on the other hand, is going to be, you know, just pounding it down underneath, and that's – I mean, that's tough for anybody. Anybody. I don't care if it's Coleman or Kofi. I mean, Kofi had issues with that. Yeah. And we know how big Kofi was. Yeah. I mean, that was – Edie oh. makes Kofi look like a regular human being. That was unbelievable. Which is just nuts. It's, I, a, it's a sight I'll never forget. It was President's Day that Monday yep. afternoon. Yep. And I was at the game, and you know I don't rarely go to games for basketball – and I was sitting there watching Kofi and Edie come out of a timeout, walking next to each other. And yeah, Kofi looked like he was my height. <laughs> I mean, he didn't, but it just—I could not believe how smallish he looked compared to Zach Edie. And we all know how large Kofi Coburn was. Yeah, it was—it's a sight I'll never forget seeing. I was just like, that—that's crazy. It is, and going back to that stat line that you mentioned as far as his scoring last night, that being Coleman, nine shots, five from three, four inside the arc. Like, I feel yeah. like at times he's just been so wrapped up in, I got to take a jump shot. Good call. It's got to be a, a pick-and-pop three. It's, it's even maybe a step-in or whatever it might be. He went to the rim last night. Like The fact that they thought he was going to shoot a three at one point, he kind of pump-faked, or just I don't even know if he pumped. He went straight to the rim and, and threw it down. It's there have been times where it's like you you remember you dunked on Trace Jackson Davis last year <laughs> at Indiana. There's a there's a video. You can pull that up. Like you can do you that. Can, you're six ten with long arms. <laughs> you can attack the basket. So that's another layer of Illinois offensively. If if he's gonna see a lane and can can go and drive, I think he gets in trouble sometimes where he has to overcomplicate it. If yeah. there's a guy in front of him and he kind of tries to to shake him with the dribble and, and really try to make it fancy and add layers to, to what he has to do. But if it's a straight line, I think that's something that obviously just adds to it for him uh, offensively too. So uh, his ever since he became a rotational <laughs> rotational player last three years. I thought years, you were going rotisserie chicken or something. Yeah, that, those like, are good. Hey, underrated. That, Under, oh, underrated. Huge underrated. Yeah. I'm going to pick In one fact, of those. that sounds good tonight. <laughs> I, need to, I should probably go get one. <laughs> <laughs> gotta make a stop to get some milk anyway. So we just got our dinner plans figured go. out. I'll text Haley. You're not cooking anything, are you? Rotisserie chicken. I don't care if you are cooking something. I'm yeah. bringing rotisserie. No, I'm kidding. You better not do that. But uh, I, I did lose my my train of thought. <laughs> rotational but, uh, player. Rotational player. Th last three years, and then obviously last two years, he's been thought of as more of a primary guy for Illinois. We've been just wondering and asking and wanting him to be consistent, mm -hmm. reliable, offensively on a night-to-night -night basis. Last five games, double figures, along with his defense, that's what you want out of Coleman Hawkins. Amen. Amen. And, again, I think, I think without Shannon, which has kind of been the theme of what we've talked a little bit about today, I think you're going to see even more of the value of Coleman Hawkins. I really do. And I know we're efforting Luke Goody. We are. And I know, I know what happens. We've done this long enough that – a lot of times this is out of their hand. They set a time where they feel like they're going to be able to do it, and the next thing you know, Brad might say, hey, we're watching film right now of Purdue, so scrap anything else you're doing. I think the coaches, though, do a pretty good job probably working with these guys, don't they? 
when yeah, it comes sure. to the NIL stuff. For sure. Um, yeah, isn't that amazing? Like, you talk about NIL, and I remember we talked about this, about how it could really – and there's no doubt that it can it, – it, in the future could happen, et cetera, but how it could, it could cause selfishness on a team. I mean, there, this team is just, it's crazy how well they work together. I mean, I still go back to the time where Justin Harmon did not take a shot on the baseline. And I don't recall what game that was. And Marcus Damask put his arm around him. It was like the ball went out of bounds on the next trip down and the camera just happened to be on Damask. And Damask, no, Damask made a play, I think, to the rim and got fouled. But he put his arm around Harmon and just said, you got to shoot that. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I I don't know. I just feel like you've added these pieces like Marcus Damask and Quincy Garrier and Justin Harmon. You're throwing these new pieces in, and every stinking one of them have been better than the next. Yeah. And it's just unbelievable how that, that has worked. And and when you look at the stat sheet, 14, 13, 32, now that stands out, 20. I mean, it, it, everybody's getting their – everybody's getting theirs. Does that make sense? 100%. Uh, and, and it was happening with Shannon as well. And when you move the ball, everybody feels like they're involved. That's exactly right. It's not like – you know, you sometimes talk about in baseball, if a, a pitcher's walking too many guys, the, the fielders aren't getting the rhythm and, oh, there's an error because they haven't uh, been able to, to field a play. Speaking of fielding, let's field a call. I'm going to blind answer this. I'm going to uh -oh. assume it's our guy, Luke Goody. I bet it is. On the Tapman's Towing phone line. Is this Luke Goody? Okay. So the purpose of the call. No. Okay. Purpose of me hanging up right now yeah. is that you're not Luke Goody. Uh, hey, we could there's another call. But maybe I ought to take a is break. Is this dangerous? This yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, we better take a Let's break. Let's take a break. <laughs> I don't know. That was that was thrilling. Okay, the purpose held, of this, she got right to the point. <laughs> I got right to the hang-up. I got to answer this other one. Stick with us. It's the drive. You know that big bargain detergent jug is 80% water, right? 80% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Oh, pass me the intercom thingy. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. I'm Justin Onick, co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground. So, Justin, tell me what you see as typical when it comes to sewer repair. Give me a scenario. Your sewer's backed up, and somebody comes along and says, you need this repair for X amount of dollars. Here's my price. And you don't think to go looking for another company or a second opinion because you don't feel like you have time. So is it possible that you might get charged a little more because it's kind of a desperate moment? Do some companies do that? Oh, absolutely they will. They know you're in a pain. Typically, if you call us, me or Will can be out there within an hour to look at that problem for you. Whether you call me first or you call me second, make sure you give me a call. Anything else, Justin? You can always trust Fred's. Great to know. Thank you. That's Justin Ike, the co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground. If you want more information about this great 45-year family-owned company, just go to fredscu.com. That's fredscu.com.
Back on the drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. It's fi- it's time for one of our favorite segments, if not our favorite segment. Heck of the yeah. week. Although Jay Lame is pretty good, too. I don't want to <laughs> make Jay come in next Monday and be like, Pipes, I heard what you said. Uh-huh. Hey, oh. Luke Altmaier was pretty good, too. Yeah, he was. He was. Luke Goody, though, joining us as he does every week. This segment brought to you by Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. First Federal Savings Bank, local and trusted. Crossroads, contractors supply the right tools when you need it. Brian Hansen at State Farm Insurance. Visit brianismyguy.com. Carpenters Local 243 and also Max Twin City Recycling. Luke on the Tapman's Towing phone line. It is indeed Luke Goody. We had to uh, call screen it, but Luke, what's up? It is you, right? Yes, sir. It is me. (laughs) Hey, I got a funny one for you. So I was chatting with Altmeyer. This is during the season, and I was driving down to our place near Marshall and a coyote runs out in front of me and uh, goes into the field and I snap a quick picture and I send it to Altmeyer. I'm like, what do you think of that? And he goes, pop him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think, I don't think there's seasons for coyotes. I think you can, uh, I think that, I think that's open season all year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you just, just say it was a nuisance. Then you can kill it. <laughs> Good call. Good call on that. All right. You guys, a little late. You were in, in meetings, et cetera. Um, obviously, a big one coming up against Purdue that we'll get to, but 30-point win last night against Northwestern. I mean, that is a good Northwestern team, Luke. What was that like watching that, playing in it, and just realizing that you guys were just dominating the Cats? Yeah, I think the biggest the biggest thing for us was how fast we started last night. Coleman coming out and hitting that three right away, and getting downhill on the, sec- <clears throat> the second possession, excuse me. Um, just being able to start quick like that against a good team kind of takes them out of their rhythm. You know, they're more of a slow, um, you know, slow-paced team. They like to have lower possessions in games, really do their thing, um, get boo the ball, you know, under 10 seconds and just let him create. And we kind of got them out of that. When you start up quick on a, against teams like that, um, an example is Colgate, too, teams that like to keep it lower possessions and they're playing from behind, it forces them to play a little bit faster. So we were able to, you know, speed them up a little bit, make shots. You know, early on, the score was like 19-12 to 12 or something like that after the first uh, media timeout. So being able to play quick and uh, be efficient on the offensive end really speeds up teams like that. That works well in our favor. Luke, three straight games of 90-plus for this offense. Two of those, even without your leading scorer in Terrence Shannon, I mean, Last time Illinois done that, you weren't even born. It was 30 years ago. I, <laughs> what are you seeing offensively that has led to this just explosion recently? Yeah, I think it's it's buying in of guys into their kind of their new roles, you know, is what I would say. Marcus, you, you've seen it all season. He's been able to score at a high level, FAU. And now he's the primary ball handler, the primary scorer. You know, we're looking at him to, to go and create. And, you know, he, shots didn't fall for him against Farley Dickinson. He had fairly Dickinson and he had 11 assists and you know last night he was able to shoot the ball really well and had 32 points so putting it in his hands has been great for us and it's kind of like pick your poison almost like every time Marcus got doubled Quincy or I would cut to the basket or Justin would get a wide open three in the corner or Coleman would get a wide open three in the top of the key or if they didn't double then Marcus would go get a bucket so it's it's almost Penn State-esque in the sense that you honestly just have to pick what you're going to give up in a sense. Luke, I want to jump in because it's right where I want to go with regards to this offense. 
Sometimes we, maybe in the media or fans, talk about how, well, this t- this team doesn't seem like they share the ball enough, or this team looks like they share it so well it's ridiculous, and obviously you guys fall in that ladder. Have you ever, whether at Illinois or high school or an AAU, have you ever played on a team where guys just hunted shots? And And is there something to that? Because it does look like this year you guys are so unselfish, and it always seems to lead to the next shot that is even better than the one before have you played on a team before that where maybe they're just hunting shots and is that real yeah i mean true in high school i was the one hunting shots so i can't really <laughs> speak to playing on a team to playing on a team of guys that were hunting shots when i was the one doing it um but i mean this team being so unselfish is it, it really opens up so much um you even see it with Dane. Our whole scouting report against them was they trapped the post. They trapped the post. Dane, if you catch it, don't dribble. Just pass it out. And I mean, he's running in transition, catching the ball and throwing it right back. Like that, Usually we're just making plays that, you know, maybe in the past guys wouldn't have made. So I think that's the growth that you see with this team that has taken us, you know, to the level that we're at right now is just uh, the, rec- the recognition that everybody is capable and everybody can, can create, you know. So – it's really hard to guard us when you don't know where the pass is going to or who's going to be passing the ball in situations like that. Lou Goody's our guest on the Tapman's towing phone line. Offensively, deserves a lot of credit, obviously, but it was a complete effort. It was the other side of the ball, too. Defensively, what you guys were able to do in terms of making life tough for, for Bowie and Ty Berry. I'll admit it, Luke. I said yesterday, I wondered about those quick guards against your guys' big lineup, uh, and obviously that would include you know Marcus having to check one of those guys you haven't checked one of those guys and both of you really held up exceptionally. Like how, how did you see that matchup and what led to you guys making it tough for them to get downhill and use their quickness against you? Yeah. With Northwestern, we know they got a lot of shooters to surround boo. Um, Ty Berry's a good shooter and Ryan Langborg, you know, the guys that me and Marcus were checking, they like to run them off a lot of off ball screens and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's really just boo booing and a high ball screen. And that's basically their offense. So, we wanted to uh, neutralize the other guys. He's going to get his points. He's a good player. Um, been in the league now for five years, so he definitely knows how to score the ball. But our whole thing going into it was you just can't give those extra guys threes because we can live with him having 20 to 30 points, but we can't live with Ryan Laneborg and Ty Berry and Brooks also having 15 to 20. So being able to kind of neutralize those guys, Marcus did a great job all game, um, you know, until the end when we kind of got a little bit tired. But, um you know, at the end of the day, I think um, Langborg was, what, one for seven from the field. Ty Berry got going, but Brooks was three for 12. And, you know, we were able to play some good defense. So when you kind of neutralize the other guys that really impact their, their team in winning outside of Boo, I think it's uh, it helps us out big time. Luke, there were a lot of loud eruptions last night. Great crowd. Uh, obviously, great performance to cheer on. Coleman with a dunk, uh, Quincy with one. But I, I don't know if there was a louder eruption than when you dove on the floor or saved that ball threw it off a guy and, and had that possession stay with you guys. Like, How important is that for you to make those plays? And I got to ask a side question. Do you know who Lucas Johnson is? Because you had people talking about him last night. <laughs> I do not recognize that name, but I also did see DeMonte Williams comparisons. Yeah. And, uh, I remember coming into the program and, you know, just watching a lot of the hustle plays that he Like, that, that's one thing that I respected about him when he was here is he didn't numbers like that but he was always making the winning plays so you know I know what I'm capable of on the offensive side and you know the last couple of games I've been shooting it great so I got the to 
um, you know, help winning and um, impact winning. And for me, that you know, is guarding my guy to the best of my abilities and making those winning plays. So when there's a ball, that kind of sets the tone for the game. And you know, when you have those opportunities, you got to take them because now you have the other bench and the other coaches. Um, you know, mad at each other because we're getting to the 50-50 balls and we're making those extra plays for the extra possessions. So my mindset right now, you know, I'm not been shooting the ball great since break. Being able to make plays, it kind of negates that because I can still play on the floor and uh, be productive for my team. I just put a note down here next year, tailgate season, get Lucas and Luke together. We, we are going to make that happen. <laughs> You've got to know Lucas Johnson because he is uh, he's one of the most unique and uh, was one hell of a player as well. So we'll, we'll get that figured out next year. Uh, Luke, it was it kind of it, it didn't startle me. I think it was awesome the way you kind of replied to Derek's question about guarding Boo and that crew. And you were talking about how things went. And then you just said something like, but you know what? It's still just Boo and, and taking care of that. Do you sense now with you in your third year through this league, do you just sense that it's, it's not easy on the court? I get that. But to prepare and to get ready for the next game, isn't it amazing how being experienced helps so much when it comes to preparation? It is 100%. Like, the way you phrase that, it's, it's almost like the coaches that you play every year in the Big Ten, it's almost the same exact stuff every year. You know, players change and sure. transfer portal and freshmen and every, like, they new guys. But at the end of the day, the offenses are still going to be similar. The defenses are still going to be similar. Like, Northwestern every year has tagged from the low hold. So we knew that the, the open side on the with the two guys in the shakes, the low guy is going to be open because they're going to tag with their guard on the big. They're going to do that high heads and big. You know, we know Purdue is going to run all these all these actions to throw the ball into Zach Eady and then space out to get their uh, shooters open. We know what they're going to do on defense. It's all like being in my third year now, it's more of I don't have to think. I just right. like know what's going to happen. So that's like to your point, having that, you know, time – time and playing against all these teams you kind of get a sense of what teams are going to do and they kind of do that year in and year out you know there'll be a little wrinkle here and there if we start exposing stuff but for the most part I mean these coaches stay pretty similar from year to year and you kind of get a a sense of how to play against that good call Luke you guys have been put in a tough situation uh with Terrence being out I obviously don't want to ask you to have to comment on, on that situation itself but just the response of the team and having to come together what have you seen out of this group to allow yourselves to be without your leading score, without a guy who seemed to be a, an, an alpha leader, and you guys still haven't – I mean, you haven't missed a beat. You almost have even just upped your game even more. This is the most connected team I've ever been a part of. And I've been on some special teams where, you know, we had some very special bonds from each teammate. My high school – senior year of high school was one of the most connected teams I was ever on, you know always hanging out off the court and just special bonds. That'll be friendships for life. And this team is it's even more connected than that, man. We have so much fun as a team. You know, everybody's always hanging out off the court. And I know people listening are going to love to hear this. And, you know, it's kind of cliche, but I think that's really what's, you know, keeping us keeping us at our, our best right now is, you know, we're so connected. We trust in one another. We have fun when we're at the gym. You know, we're not practice. We don't look at practice as a as a burden. We look at it as okay. We get better and we get to be with each other, hang out, and do stuff like that. So when you have that mindset and you know you're you're there for each other and you love your teammates like we do, um, it makes it it makes it fun. It, it doesn't make it you know um, like the practice is tough and all the extra stuff tough. It just makes it enjoyable. A battle of two top ten teams in the country Let's coming up on go. Friday, Mackey <laughs> Arena. I can imagine that's one that's 
it, it speaks for itself in terms of excitement. But uh, you kind of touched on it there in terms of what Purdue does, presenting challenges to Edie and some shooters around him. But how, how do you look at this game and just what's on your guys' plate going into Friday? Yeah, I mean, they're good. We've, we've seen Zach for the last three years. So mm. we know what they're going to do. Um, Brayden Smith's playing really good this season, shooting about 50% from three. So he's really, really playing good basketball. And, you know, Fletcher's been shooting the ball well as, of lately. And, you know, they got some good pieces, Lance Jones and Trey and some guys off the bench. So, we know what they do. You know, they're going to get the ball to Zach, and he's going to get his, and we got to be ready to go. So it's going to be a fun game, man. This is what you this is what you play college basketball for, two top ten teams on the road. So it's uh, I'm excited to go play there. I'm excited to, to show everybody, you know, what we can do, and uh, it should be a good game. Before we let you go, i got to ask you, the Illinois NIL store released some pictures no, of these yeah. Funkos they've made. Have you seen yours, and you got a comment? I mean, that's, that's a pretty good uh... – Pretty cool one. I might yeah. have to put that in my son's room. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's sick. They uh, unfortunately they don't sell them because I think it was just like an AI rendering uh, or something. But I was they need to sell them. I, I thought that was sweet. I did too. They those are like awesome. Make them or something like some, yeah, some bobbleheads because people would collect those and stuff like that. I think that'd be really cool. I want one. I do too. I want I a, too. I want yeah, a Luke Goody one in my son's. I want, in my yeah. son's, uh, I want in my a Luke Goody room. one too. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, great win, my friend. Great win. And we'll be, uh, of course, all of me uh, dialed in at Mackey on Friday night. Uh, keep it up, my friend. It's amazing how you guys are playing 90-plus points in three straight games. And uh, Luke Goody's out there getting tons of minutes, and I'm loving every second of it. My, oh, by the way, my son got a Luke Goody uh, jersey for Christmas. Sweet. So there you go. Let's uh, go. Let's Santa it. dialed it up. Santa always dials it up in our house. Yeah. Pretty well. All right, buddy. Oh, by the way, how was Christmas? How were the dogs? How was just sitting there doing nothing? Yeah, it, well, shoot, I, it was good. It was great. It was a short break, but, you know, I haven't been shooting the best since I went home, so I've been giving my parents a hard time that they didn't feed me well enough and, you know, I didn't do enough. So, um, no, nah, it was good, though. It was great family time, great to see the family, and, uh, you know, it was good. Good to see the dogs, so I'm uh, happy to be back, though, and uh, ready to go, so, you know. Love it. Great stuff as always, Luke. Look forward to watching the game on Friday. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. All right, buddy. Luke Goody on the Tapman's Towing Phone Line. That segment brought to you by some great sponsors, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend, First Federal Savings Bank, local and trusted, Crossroads Contractor Supply, the right tools when you need it, Brian Hansen at State Farm Insurance. Visit brianismyguy.com by Carpenters Local 243. And also by Max Twin City Recycling. I'm still laughing at him going, I don't I was the one hunting shots. So I don't know I don't know how to answer your question, Lon. Uh he's so fun to talk with. I, I love at the end where he's always like, appreciate you guys. Did he say he was a Cardinals fan? Uh, I don't I don't think he's a big baseball fan. Oh, that's guy. right. That's right. We asked him that. Uh real quick, I noted this in the first hour. Cardinals baseball fans or baseball fans in general, next Friday, the twelfth at noon, it's free. Come out to the iHotel for the Cardinals Caravan, 2024 Cardinal Caravan, and get this, Jordan Walker mm. will be at iHotel. We are getting Jordan Walker to come into town, along with Andre Palance, Packy Norton, Packy Norton, and Victor Scott II, who was pointed out had 94 stolen bases last year. Also, Chip Carey, Brad Thompson, Benji Molina. Benji is a hoot. Brad Thompson is really good, and you know Chip is 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 just so good in that role. So we're excited about this. It's brought to you by 
us here at SJ Broadcasting. We're excited to be uh, the key to bringing this caravan into town. So, Jordan Walker. Would it be unprofessional for me to bring my Jordan Walker rookie card and a Sharpie? Hell no. Because <laughs> we get them, see, that, that, we get them in the, I know. We get them early yep. in the media room mm-hmm. and we get to visit with them and kind of get, that's, I'll tell you what's so fun. The older I've gotten, like, it's still cool. Don't get me wrong. It's still cool to interview guys like Jordan Walker and such, but like last season to just be able to talk to those guys like Mason Wynn and, you know, I, I've kind of fallen into that now where it's just, I'd rather just visit with yeah, them and get to know them, yeah. right? Yep. And it's just so cool to hear their stories on how they kind of got to where they are and, and what they expect, and, and it's it's just really cool. So I wouldn't feel bad at all about bringing that baby and letting Jordan Walker sign it. Maybe I need to go buy one. Yeah. You don't have two, do you? I, I might be able to find another Ooh, one. Ooh, if you got one. Let's get that done. Let's do it. Some would call it unprofessional. Some would call it <laughs> opportunistic. Uh, speaking of which, uh, let, let's take the opportunity. I don't care anymore, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. up to the age now. I'm I don't care. Man, although I gotta ch- <laughs> I'm going to have to wear the Cardinals hat to balance the thing. I've well, been yeah. repping the Diamondbacks hat a lot um, don't that I got in Arizona. I need, I need to bring the Cardinals one back out. <laughs> but uh, as far as opportunities, let's take the opportunity to catch a break, and then we'll return, play some Brad Underwood from last night. Spoke to the media following a huge win, a feel-good win for the Illini, 96-66 against Northwestern. If you want to win, you can, 217-359-2255 on the U of I Illini Link text line. This is The Drive. Towing celebrates 50 years of serving Central Illinois. We're always seeking good people to serve our great customers. Our team of expert tow professionals would like to interview others with CDLs, previous tow experience, or a strong interest in serving others. If you enjoy serving people, love working in the outdoors, and looking for a career, not just a job, we should talk soon. Do you have a strong desire but lack the experience? We should still talk. Visit our career page at tapmanstilling.com. Accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, Partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. Get the roof your home deserves by Roof Doctors, your residential roofing specialist that has always offered the best warranties in the industry, like our non-prorated 50-year warranty. Our customers love that we are family-owned and locally operated. We make our customer needs our top priority. With over 30 years' experience and the best customer service, give Roof Doctors a call today for your free estimate at 328-7529. In your community and for your community, Roof Doctors. You know, it's it's so rare in this league. Um, Northwestern's really good. Um, and... and a, it, it's it's a little misleading when you make shots, and tonight we made shots, and we got we got good looks, um, but but we made shots, and uh, um, I thought that uh, uh, Ty I thought actually got us going early, and uh, unfortunately picked up a couple quick ones, but uh, um, obviously Marcus was huge, uh, and um, you know we had had a pretty good idea. You know where their doubles were coming. Uh, Marcus is really hard to bother uh, in a double team. 
um, and, and both he and Ty because they're big and strong. And, uh, you know, there's cylinder rules that, that have to be watched. And, um, you know, so, um, but I thought Coleman Hawkins was, was elite on the defensive side. I thought Quincy uh, had some very well um, timed cuts uh, against what their rotations were. Um, and uh, again, 10 of 18 from, from three, and you know, you shoot 62%. Uh, I'll be excited to really start watching the guts of the game uh, to, to see how it was, try to take the, the made shots out of it. But a uh, uh, great game for Justin. Again, 30 minutes. Um, he, I thought he was, was he, he's being rewarded for his hard work, and uh, that's tremendous to see. So, um, you know, I thought that uh, defensively we did a good job forcing. Uh, they shot 50% from three, but a bunch of those were late. Um, but I thought we did a good job on Boo. Uh, no assists, four turnovers. And, um, you know, he's he's going to be in action, so he's going to score some points. But, uh, um, again, I, I just thought we, we we did what we needed to do on, on that side tonight. Brett, obviously, you go booty ball, and Chris said it reminded him of Jalen Pickett, like you talked about. But how, how key are those big men you have to to making this all work? Like this personnel group you have, like to, is this better than you expected it to be? Um, you know, I've always said that Coleman's a really, really good shooter, and uh, uh, he's proving that. But he's also a really good passer, and. Uh, uh, and he's very cerebral in um, his slip outs and everything else. Um, his ability to, to decide when to roll and, and so all, all that becomes really important. Um, and then, you know, again, Quincy's a great cutter. He's a violent downhill driver. Um, so, yeah, and I, I think the one thing is um, we have multiple guys that can do it. You know, it's not just pick it. Uh, you know, we're going to try to get into it with, you know, as we started the game with Ty. You know, when we saw Boo on Ty, it was, that was the, that was the go mode. And uh, unfortunately, got in foul trouble. Uh, we also had some situations where, you know, we, we, we like it with Quincy. Um, but again, they can all really pass. And uh, they're big and strong. So doubles have been, um, they've handled them. Brad, you said to us the other day about Justin that this new role at Illinois couldn't have been easy for him to adjust to early on. What are you seeing that has allowed him to make it look easier? Well, he's simplifying. He's not trying to do too much. You know, I thought uh, at times um, you can tr you can try so hard to be a really good player, and sometimes it's just 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 settling into what what the offense gives you, what we need you to do. Uh, run really hard. Uh, guard your tail off. Uh, the ball instinctively finds him a lot. Um, and then, um, you know, it's, it's shoot open shots, and, and if they fly at you, drive it. And, and, and it's, it's, it's been that simple, but it's, it just it doesn't happen like that. It takes time. Brad, at what point was what you're doing with Marcus right now coming to your vision? Was it something you thought about when you recruited him or when you got him in the summer and played with it? What, 
when did you lean into that the way you have? Well, we knew he could do it because he did a lot of it at, 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 at Southern Illinois. I mean, he found his way into, into post-ups from, from different areas. And uh, so we knew that that was going to be um, – I don't know if we knew it was going to be like this. You know, and, and, and we really knew we, – we really thought about it a lot more with Ty. Uh, when we moved him to the point that, you know, okay, this is a guy that can be a, you know, because he's in our league, a picket guy, you know, and uh, it's just blossomed from there. And, and, and again, Coleman and, and um, you know, Luke and, and all those guys are keys because they can, they can make shots. Because he had 21 assists Friday against Fairleigh Dickinson, 17 on 35 makes tonight. Just what are you seeing from the ball movement where you're getting – those numbers though the right reads the right reads and uh, and unselfish play i you know it's 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 turning down a good one to get a great one and um you know i think that there's um you, you not only have to be a good shooter but you got to be a really good passer and you got to have some instincts and feel and um you know our turnovers are down um or you know 10 turnovers tonight in a game that you know you scored 90 for whatever we scored, it's 96, and um, you know you're gonna have a few, but uh, um, I, we're we're a very unselfish, connected group. Coach, can you just talk to the scouting report for this game, and you know the, the matchups you thought you could exploit and actions you think you could run out of the double teams in the post. Well, we knew their scheme, I, you know, and we know what they like to do. I mean, they I think they were one of the best defenses last year in the country. And, um, you know, but, but again, we felt like that there were some challenges that they might have guarding, guarding us. And, 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 you know, again, if Boo's going to get 20, we want to make him guard at the other end. We want to we have him be responsible for, um, you know, for having to guard there. But, uh, uh, again, I, you know, it was, it was just kind of finding the right matchup at the right time and, and um, you know, giving the ball to Ty or giving the ball to Marcus tonight it was a lot of Marcus, and um, you know, and then just making plays and reads out of it. Coleman, you mentioned Coleman's defense. What does he give you defensively that everything allows you to do all this? everything that you don't have to coach? And that, if that, what I mean by that is he is instinctive. He's he's smart. He's coming over in timeouts. He's talking to me constantly. I like you know why did they score there? And he's and he knows that it didn't even enter. Doesn't understand the the play might not have had him in it. He just understands everything about that side of the floor. And then he's got length, and then he's got the mobility to guard a lot of guys. And uh, you know, and we got him on a switch there with Boo in the first half and. And uh, you know, he's pretty good with that. And so uh, he, he does everything we don't coach. And then he knows our stuff really well. And he knows uh, the scouting report really well. Brad, the effort plays tonight, Luke diving on the floor, just seemed like you guys had an energy and edge to you. How, how did you see that? It's usually, yeah, I wasn't very happy at the one at the end of the first half when Barnheiser, I think, I think they got three offensive rebounds. And there was a loose ball, and we didn't get on it. And that was one of the first comments I made at halftime. And um, you always remember the ones that you don't get more than you remember the ones we actually do get. But um, we talk about those things daily. That's that's 
winning a possession like that is one very deflating for the your opponent, but it it, it it helps you win a game that you maybe is a, in a two possession game is a is a difference maker and and though, all that is is effort and want to and desire and 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 wanting to win worse than your opponent and <coughs> excuse me and uh, Luke's great at that and and we got a whole team full of guys like that. Brad, this last week obviously could have been a distraction, a speed bump for your team. What do you credit their focus and their confidence through that to? They're very connected, as I've said. I keep going back to that. I don't know what other word to use. Um, and they, they, have, they have tremendous desire and passion, and then they all believe in their abilities. And, uh, you know, it's... it's, it's um, a tribute to them, it really is. Brad, we've heard the term connected from literally everyone we talk to. So, so when did you know, and what as a coach are you looking for that you kind of maybe see those signs that there's, it's to the level to, that you guys are describing it as? <clears throat> if I'm not anything else, and I think everybody else will do, I pay attention to literally everything that involves our players, like who hangs out, how they hang out, who they're – who they're, you know, are there little clicks, are there little this or that, um, and and you start doing that right away, and it has been like um, remarkable, just remarkable how this group as a whole hangs out. It doesn't matter, you know, you got Quincy coming in from Oregon and and. Um, Justin coming in from Utah, well, they played against each other. So there's a little bit of a relationship there. And then it's, you know, um, you know, I, Luke's so funny and Coleman's so funny and they're personal and, and it's just been an easy fix. And it, it, it hasn't been anybody get worried about anything. They, they're, they've just all fit in. Marcus has, you know, worked so hard and, and, and is funny and he's got a, great sense of humor and I, I can't explain it but they they all not on it off of it care about each other and and uh, um, there's there's you know I, I probably shouldn't say this but we we did a like a secret Santa deal and the thoughtfulness of the gifts that they gave each other that was blind it was, you know, they didn't know who was what, but the thoughtfulness that they gave each other and the gifts uh, were remarkable. And and <clears throat> it fit each and every one of them. And, man, I, you just, I just sat back there and was like, wow. You know, it's, it's, it's at another level. Just an offensive versatility from Justin Herman over the last couple of games. What's that, does that add a dimension uh, to yeah. the offense? Yeah, Justin's a really good driver of the basketball. And, um, you know, that was what his, that's what his, I don't know, forte was last year coming in was his ability to get downhill and make plays. And, and, he, and he can, he's got different release angles and different, different areas that he can, he can score from. But, uh, uh, but yeah, he's, 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 he's keeps adding. He's been good. I mean, he's stuck with kind of the, those six for most of this game. I mean, are you thinking margin of victory, maybe offense, defensive efficiency, just may all the things that go into these rankings that at one point down the line are going to matter? 
I'm thinking about winning the game, but I think you'd be foolish if you don't think about those things, the way the system's set up. Yeah. No, I'm not trying to rub any any. I wasn't trying to 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 do that. I'm not trying to be uns, unsporting. That never crosses my mind. But uh, um, you know, with with Nico out, we don't have a lot of we don't have a ton of options at the point, and you know, so there's restricted opportunities there. And but yeah, it always never leaves my mind. That is Brad Underwood from last night after the 96-66 win against Northwestern. He mentions there at the very end, good question by Scott Ritchie as far as the approach with the bench, leaving the starters in, margin of victory. On the note of the net rankings, Illinois jumped up five spots last night from number 12 to number seven in the country as far as the net goes. So, I mean, if you're just going by net, if it ended today and the committee said, we're just going to – Boilerplate go one down through sixty four and fill this thing out. I know obviously you're gonna have you're gonna have automatic bids oh, yeah. with with conference winners, but even so, if you're just filling them out in terms of seeding from the top list of teams, they'd be a two seed based on the net ranking. Crazy. I would take a two seed. I, I would I take think a, a lot seed. of people would take a two seed in a heartbeat. It's, but it's fine. This team's good. Oh yeah, this team is good. Did did that surprise you right at the end there, where he's like, well, we don't have a lot of options at point guard with Moretti out I think he caught himself to where he wanted to say we were missing some guys but he didn't want to mention Terrence Shannon no I meant with Dre Gibbs oh yeah yeah but I there guess. again you are limited now with like Moretti if you if Dre's your second point guard and Moretti's your third I think he was trying to say that there are players that we don't have available to dig into like oh, saying gotcha. we only went six deep or we only went so many guys deep it's it plays into it that we have some guys out. Look, but at, look at me trying to dig up. I mean, that's just mine. Dig up dirt line and, and, after a 30-point win over that. No, I mean, we're not. <laughs> totally not. We're not uh, trying too much there. Dre Flipping was a former uh, Purdue oh, commit, by the way. Oh, that's right. This is going to be a hard game against Purdue. Oh, extremely hard. But now, like, it, the different 